What up, everybody? It's the Speech Guy, Tony Asar, A S A R. Hey, you know I'm still rocking with my main man. Ooh yeah, the professor. So they say. The super duper. Uh huh. Uber producer. Might be dubs. Podcast poppy. Self-titled. Elvis. And the man to my left. Ooh. Starting to grow a little breast. But he stays, every, stays at rest. And he looks like he uses crest, but that's fine. <laughs> Woohoo! So what Nolly? Tony Asad, speech go. Hey. <laughs> hey. What up, baby? What up, man? Hey, how you liking it? Season five coming through. Got a new new vibe. New vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's a new, new feel. Room. I like it. I can see Derb's face to face now. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I know. <laughs> He's not just white hands. It, it comes with a face. It comes with a face. The hands got a face. And of course, luxurious hair as well. Luxurious. Derrick, come show everybody. <laughs> He's like, uh, <laughs> show, oh. just put a lock in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strand. You know, you never know. What if you go missing? This is the this is the this this is what they use to find. This be you. the last time they seen you on camera. If I go missing, it's on purpose. Oh. This guy and has this a, is Durs, people. This guy got Plan B, <laughs> C, D, E, E, He going off the grid. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been listening to a lot of like true crime and murder mystery documentaries and shit like that. And Derb, you do fit a lot of the profile of somebody who might know how to go missing or make somebody go missing. The only thing that helps you is that smile. Go ahead, give it to him. <laughs> yeah. See, but that's the bait. That's the bait. That's oh, the bait. That's how he lowers it. The like... hair and the smile. That's how he gets him in. Okay. Straight okay. killer status. Like that one dude. What was it? Ted Bundy? Yeah, I still don't understand <laughs> that. What is women's uh obsession with that? With like how what, what how... is women's obsession with being stalked? Why is yeah. you one of the best shows out right now? And the whole premise is the dude is stalking no, people, he's a woman. People love attention. I'm not gonna say women because that's just it might be a little sexist or misogynistic. Yeah, but no, you can attention. say that. <laughs> but be you, like the whole premise. My girl was watching it the other day. Yeah, and I'm like watching it with her, and I'm like, so the whole time he's stalking her. She was like, "Why don't you do that to me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? We live together. I'm half already stalking you. I'm seeing everything you're doing. But like, just the fascination of that show." It really shows like women like to be stalked. What bro. season is she on? Uh well she went back to number one to try to watch it with me. Yeah. But I think she got to like season four or something like that. Oh, uh, she finished it. Yeah, she don't want you like that. She <laughs> she, she knows what come next if you got like that. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. Does he end up killing anybody? Joe, he kills a lot of people. Okay, I saw two episodes and I was out. Cause uh, I was just like the premise of this makes no sense. Hey, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I watch it. Okay. You know, I was trying to get uh, kitty points. Um, ah, okay. You know, yeah. sometimes create a relation. I, I was you know, in I unison. You. How did it work? I create a relation <laughs> in harmony. So, so you like the show? You like? I do though. I do. Okay. Uh, like it, it does seem wild at first, but once you get to what was it like season three? Mm-hmm. Like that stuff was wild. I was like, okay, okay. And like you gotta give you gotta give it to Joe. He 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 a book he he like a book nerd, but he's pretty smart. He pretty crafty. I mean, he's very sneaky and very the way uh, he can make people disappear. Calculated, yeah. What? 
Oh, bro, you're not even deep, huh? Yeah, I can't I'm not. Man. I like I, I said, I watched two episodes. I can't, man. It yeah. gave me Dexter vibes, and I was so disappointed at the end of Dexter that I, I couldn't give it any more chances. I was like, this is like Dexter. <laughs> I don't know why it's like Dexter. Joe's like, if Dexter was a pussy. <laughs> right? That's what it made me feel like. Because he doesn't follow through. <laughs> <laughs> I did see uh, Jurassic Park lately, because I've only seen the first one. I never seen any oh, other Jurassic okay. Parks, right? So, like, you know, my girl was like, "You need to watch Jurassic World." Yeah, and, and I realized why I never watched any other Jurassic Parks. I think when I watched it when I was younger, I realized like there should never be a sequel to this. <laughs> <laughs> like, dinosaurs went crazy, killed a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> only American greed can rebirth that and bring that back and let that happen. Multiple times. It's like uh, it's just showing that people can't learn lessons. Like, is this is this the <laughs> like? Why are we bringing theme? back dinosaurs? It's failed. <laughs> like the first movie was a fail. So I watched it. It was kind of overrated. But what made it dope was I bought these like immersion lights. Well, I didn't buy it. My girl bought it, but I put it together. So it's like I bought it. Yeah, I did most of the work. I put this. I put it together. But these it's these immersion lights. What are immersion lights? So you put them on the back of the television, uh-huh. the back of your, and I got that 65 inch, you know what I'm saying? Oh. So you put it on the back of the television, and then there's a camera that goes on the top of your TV uh-huh. that reads the light projecting from your television, thus projecting that light off, off the LEDs. So like if you're watching a movie and some shit's on fire, yeah, the lights is red and orange, all in the backdrop of know behind your tv and shit oh. it's been pretty dope like i've been stuck watching movies the last are couple you taking days. acid now earl it sounds like nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it sounds like you and your girl eating shrooms over nah, there maybe a little shrooms, she's but like no, babe no. these immersion lights immersion man. lights is probably <laughs> close to acid as i'm gonna get <laughs> but it's pretty dope and you can like have a little app and control like the theme and stuff like that it's pretty dope dude it's not an ad by the way but Go get the immersion lights. They're on sale. <laughs> I might have to check those out. I might have to check those out. Have you caught up with the Kanye uh, Genius documentary? So I've seen it there, and I've almost clicked on it like oh, four bro. times. And then I like, ha, I put the remote down. Like, I don't have the time <laughs> to delve into this. But I've heard good things. It's, I have, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's good. So you watched the whole thing? I watched I watched all three. Okay. Tell me. Uh, tell me. It is Spoil good. it. You can spoil it. I spoil it. It's good. Like, you know, uh, past, uh, it shows, you know, when Kanye made the transition from Chicago to New York, it started then from when he got to New York to, mm-hmm. you know, how he had to fight through, mm-hmm. you know, Rockefeller, how he had to craft his opportunity with Jay, spit the verse so he could get on the blueprint too. Okay. Like, you know, the backstory, but actually mm-hmm. getting to see it and stuff. And then uh, also it shows, you know, up to... Uh, uh, what was what was the uh, the album before the last before uh, the God the God album? Pablo. Yeah, it shows like the Pablo release and all that. Oh, okay. Right? So the whole documentary is up until Pablo. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like it is crazy. Like it shows why like uh, there's like a big gap in between the years mm-hmm. because like uh, Kanye and the dude name is Cootie. Yeah, I've heard that name. Yeah, before. Yeah, that that follows him around with the camera, and has all this footage, and and was putting it together and narrating it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chica, uh, I guess. All right, so this I'm gonna just get to. It. I don't know what Cootie does. <laughs> well, he's the one with the camera, right? right? No, 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 no. All right, <laughs> all right, because I watched this thing. Okay, all right. okay. From my perspective, this is how I see his story. And this is why I think he got treated how he got treated. 
And everybody was trying to make it seem like it was a sad thing. But I was like, nah, bro. I think you overestimated who you thought you were to this, bro. <laughs> like okay. if you watch it like i don't know how every like have you guys seen there's have you seen it there's just like you seen it all never. right so how i seen it because cootie first of all cootie is like a grown man okay <laughs> right okay this fool kanye is like probably like 16 17 or 18 like he like young young mm-hmm. cootie already 25 26 the ogs that like all right so like the backstory to how kanye even got involved with all these people mm-hmm. first of all i don't think kanye even had a friend ever Oh shit! No, no. Did, did anyone see childhood friend flashback? No, huh? No, right? Kanye never had a real one. Not yeah. like if yeah. Cootie is the beginning of Kanye, and he's twenty five, and, and Kanye sixteen, like, like Kanye, like young dude, like yeah, it's all yeah, in yeah. his face. Yeah, and like Cootie, he says he's like eight, seven to eight years older than him already. Mm-hmm. And the reason like Kanye was hanging out with all these older cats. Because most of the people he was hanging out with were already in their 30s or something. Mm. Like, especially the one that was tripping on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait. You know what I'm talking about, right? All right. No, <laughs> oh, all right. Shit. So, like, Kanye's mom, because I think he didn't have no friends and he was a little awkward. Okay. Kanye's mom used to keep bringing him to, uh, she brought him to, like, a hip-hop session. Okay. That she knew that was happening at the colleges because, you know, she was a professor. Okay. And then, you know, and he really wanted to make music. And he was hanging with, like, cats were already in their mid-20s type, type jazz, mm-hmm. right? And then they teach him or whatever. And then Cootie, like in the beginning, had nothing to do with hip hop. He had zero to do with hip hop. He so was a stand up like a... comedian. Okay. Let's, let's, he was a stand up comedian. Okay. It failed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you watch the beginning, it's so much, it's so much ways it, it, it failed, right? Okay. And then he, he ended up getting an opportunity to do a hip hop type show mm. on this new, like, public. Uh, TV network for Chicago like host a show yeah called Channel Zero okay right and so he's going around you know doing pretty much what we do you know kicking it in the scene and vivid and you know like wow documenting everything yeah then he comes across Kanye Mm -hmm. and then this is the sus part like he was like man I just saw this kid I decided to drop my whole entire life and I just picked up this camera I'm just gonna follow him for the rest of my life you know just ride his <laughs> coattail for the rest of my life <laughs> so what did Kanye do in that meeting for him for that interaction for him to I wonder what Kanye did no cause Kanye's Kanye was was no well, well, what he did was Kanye was, all, was already known about his beats yeah his producing yeah like okay. in Chicago okay but I guess like you know, he just saw him and he was like, I got to follow this kid. This yeah. kid's going to be the future. Yeah. And so, like, he was kind of like, fuck this Channel Zero shit. <laughs> just do it to the side. <laughs> High key, low key. Okay. High key, low key. And he just put the camera on Kanye and just follow, and he just followed Kanye everywhere he went. Granted, thank you, Cootie, because we got this amazing documentary. But okay. But the focal point on... How he got treated, right? It's a little weird. Yeah, all right. No, right? A grown man, too, right? Okay. So, so he's just following him all throughout the years and just like, and you know, Kanye, you know, he's like, yeah, man, this is dope. Cause, you know, he, Kanye likes having an entourage. Like, we seen him enough. So, at a young age, that mm-hmm. probably was dope for him. And, you know, as you following him and stuff like that, it's just that it shows, then it's like this other part to where he keeps saying, yeah, I made Jesus walk. Right, that's what Cootie said. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. like, I shot Jesus walk. I shot through the wire. They're like, okay, all right. all right. So, did they use all of his footage for through the wire? Yes. 
because the nigga got the camera on nigga for 24 hours. Who else would you get footage from? Mm-hmm. Did he direct through the wire? Did he put through the wire together? If anybody that watch it, did he put it together, JMKM, or did they get some other cats? Him and Chike did it. Ah! Uh, okay, we gonna say that, right? All right, so <laughs> okay. no, no, let's stay. We'll stay with. All right, they they keep selling him and Chike, right? Yeah. Go to the Jesus Walks video, and he's supposed to be leading the video. He didn't know what he was doing. Chike still had to direct and tell Cootie what to do, mm-hmm. and Chike's in the Jesus Walks video dressed as Jesus. Now he's supposed to be the director, mm-hmm. and then he even made a quick remark, mm-hmm. and even Kanye, like, if you read body language, like how I kind of like. Mm-hmm. thrive on <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i gotta read crowds you could tell that they have an inside joke about about that nigga about cootie because mm-hmm. he was like because the joke was uh he's like jesus jesus knows all jesus know all and then they had like a quick moment it was like they just looked at each other it was like fucking cootie mm-hmm. <laughs> so is cootie the entire time is, is he saying that he is instrumental in kanye's I think Career? he felt that way. Okay. Because, all right, so did they flash back? We go flash to where he gets done how he gets done. Mm-hmm. All right, so Kanye popping. Uh, what was it? What what was it Uh, the, the Grammy for? It wasn't. It, was it the college dropout? No, no, no. I think it was for late registration. Because okay. he was there for college dropout uh, Grammy stuff, you know. Okay. But when it came, like, the next year, like, you know, when uh, late registration dropped, and then uh, Cootie was like, yeah, we're going to take it back to Channel Zero, right? <laughs> this why it's messed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. high-key is messed up. Like, you know, because he's having a moment, he's like, yeah, I've been here with Ye the whole time. It's been us, baby, right? We in here at Channel Zero. He, they go find Kanye. Kanye lit. I don't know why they even put the camera on him. Like, I could tell, like, Kanye was drinking, drinking, okay. drinking. Okay. Beyonce <laughs> had the best video yeah. drinking. Like pretty much, okay, pretty okay. much around there, that level. Because, because like he, he was just like, yeah, dude, not really looking at him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he kept calling Cootie Chica. Okay, call him the wrong person. Yeah. Okay. But like you got you got to see how how right it's how he kept doing it. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of Sunday. Did it. Yeah. Okay. He placed him in his place. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. And. And then, uh, so Cootie, he's taken back and like, why are you doing me? Like, it is like, like that's messed up. You call me TK. I'm, I'm going this way. And he don't understand it. But mm-hmm. it's like, my G, first of all, you kind of wasn't a day one. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm a, and I know this because of how Kanye's mama treated him. Mm, yeah, you know a lot about how your mama treats you, the people that are around your life. All right. So they know. So while Kanye's not talking... Not talking to uh uh Cootie, right? Mm-hmm. Or or you know, man just evolving or whatever that is, mm-hmm. it's happening. But his mom still calls on Cootie and be like, yo, I need you to just follow me all day with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to my family's house. You need to record all of this. Mm-hmm. And then Cootie was like, Yeah, I'll go. Like, like, so he was he became his mom's camera woman. Mm-hmm. And then he okay. eventually got like uh, Common, Common was like, "Hey, follow me with your camera for a day, mm-hmm. you know." And yeah, and I get it. The, he crafted a career out of that, mm-hmm. but the importance level he seemed like he was trying to stress or have, or the narrative. He's not really that one. It, it didn't. It didn't fit for me. It okay. didn't fit for me. Like from how how I how I seen it, because yeah. it was like, man, it don't. You didn't even know this. 
You didn't know him off the rip. <laughs> he didn't know him from jump. <laughs> you saw an opportunity and hopped on. Mm-hmm. That's that's. So was Cudi getting interviewed during this documentary? Nah, he's kind of narrating it. He he's narrating over and somewhat telling his story. I don't even care about his parts. I fast forward to that part. I ain't gonna lie. That's is cold. Kanye is Kanye pre- is he- <laughs> like once I pick Gabe, I was like, you don't matter in this. <laughs> is Kanye the one producing this documentary? I think. Um, or this is other people. It's Kanye, producing. right? It's Kanye, but Chike and Cootie are like the directors of it. Okay. Or they're the ones that's getting the most credit. Which again, Chike, because Cootie don't know how to edit. <laughs> it showed it. They showed footage. Who is this Cootie guy? He, he did he didn't know how to he didn't know how to edit. He didn't know how the green screen thing yeah. worked. He didn't yeah. know how to set up the pictures. He didn't know the set design. He yeah. then by Jesus Walk, he didn't know how to, he didn't even know what a tracking shot was. <laughs> like, like when, you don't remember, you don't, you don't remember what I'm talking about? Pull it up on the Jesus Walks. First of all, I got to jump in with a quick, uh, what is it called? A uh, fact check. The person that you're referring to as Chike that was playing Jesus. Yeah. That's not Chike, that's somebody else. Oh, okay. That's not Chike. I just want to clarify that. Oh, okay. Okay. And back in those days, like he, uh, he did edit, but when it when it got to Jesus Walks, they I mean uh, through the wire they brought it to the people at MTV. But Chike used his connections at MTV to get the people at MTV after hours to work on it. But it's not typical for directors to edit. No, no, I mm-hmm. I I know what you mean on that, but I'm at when I say to edit, what does he do? Because he doesn't direct. He's the director. How? And also, also I just want to say, also put it this way. He's a nigga with a camera. This is it's a good example of what I took from it is the parallel of Cootie is the average hip-hop Kanye fan that came up with him, fell in love with him, and then he, Kanye stopped fucking with him right after his mom died, and then he didn't hear back from, from Kanye until the life of Pablo. So there's an eight-year six year yeah. gap mm. so that's and i think a lot of people also had a similar like it was like oh you kind of you're arrogant i'm kind of you know like i'm not fucking with you so if you th- try to look at it that way where cootie represents like the people of chicago that like went away and then after life of pablo when he found god then kanye brought his people back there's like three or four of the people the day ones that's, i would consider that- chike a day day one in the terms of kanye coming up as a producer but you're right about kanye not having friends he like had a a bunch of people around him that was hip-hop that kanye was just using them in a good way to learn hip-hop and he and kanye has always been vocal about using the people around you but that's all i'm adding just to clarify that part thank you for the fact you are kind of right he did get dissed he yeah. was for sure calling him like Chike on purpose. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. So Kanye was being paid. And then there's the, the heartbreaking Kanye. part where he finally tells Cootie to turn off the camera because he just got, because yeah. he was there well, to film Common. And then but Kanye he was wasn't. Putting, but he was putting it on Kanye. Though. Yeah, exactly. Like, so you see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> okay. Y'all made me want to watch this documentary. No, no, it's I good. Don't, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't know this was in depth, that in depth about Cootie and the other people in his life. So I thought it was really focused on Kanye's early years. Because all the it clips is, I've though. seen is just him in the studio rapping or him hop, hopping mm-hmm. up at the label rapping and him talking about how instrumental his mom is in his life. But I haven't heard any of this. Yeah, no, so, it, it is about the earlier. It's mm-hmm. just, that's how, as I was watching it, it's like I was watching two two documentaries. I was watching what they were showing me, but then I was like, 
watching it. <laughs> I was like, somebody don't add up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody, like, somebody inflating their in yeah. Like I hear the role. narrative. The narrative sounds uh, good, but okay. what I'm watching. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Genius. Check it out. And if you feel different. Let us know in the comments below. Hey, something else we've been watching. Now, I know we both been watching this. I know what you. By <laughs> <laughs> guilty pleasure, <laughs> yes. So if you guys have not gone on Netflix and watched Love Is Blind, definitely if you want to uh, get high and laugh at some shit, oh, go, go watch Love Is Blind. Um, oh, it's very it's, it's high comedic value. It, tell it, them the concept. You gotta tell them the concept. Derek, have you heard of this? The concept of the show is basically you have, I don't know how many, let's just say 10 men, 10 women. They're both behind walls talking to each other blind. They're talking to each other behind walls. So they can't see each other, but they can hear each other's voice and have conversation for hours. And then you move on, next person, next person. You're trying to build these genuine connections. And then at any point, somebody can propose, usually the man can propose to the woman and say, do you want to get married? And they have 30 days. That's your chance to see somebody. It's only when they propose to you, pretty much. Yeah. And then when you propose, you get to see the person. And then they have 30 days after seeing each other to get married. Right. And I'm guessing 70% of the men that they choose for this show are the shallowest <laughs> men in the world. Oh, wow. Yes. The star of the, the, star of the show is, is Homeboy with the Eyes. What would you say his name was? Oh. What'd you call him? What'd you call him? Uh, the, uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> he looks Gary like kind of looks like Gary Busey's son. His eyes are bucked, <laughs> bucked, <laughs> bucked, and he's dating this uh, this Asian lady. I can't remember her name, and and they, they both seem pretty quirky. Yeah, uh, but they. I thought they were gonna last. I haven't watched How? the last episode, but I thought they were gonna not last. I thought they were just gonna commit to the marriage and then break up later. None of these relationships are gonna last, mind you. None yeah. of them. But at least I thought. That was going to be the one Mm -mm. where they were going to walk across the stage, get married, Mm -mm. but they didn't last, right? No. I, Did any of them last? Because I didn't watch the last episode. Uh, the 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 former fat chick with the guy that I think is gay. <laughs> <laughs> that one. That, that, I did that, say that was gonna last too. Yeah, it, yeah. It was like. I was like, hmm, you're marrying a woman on this. <laughs> <laughs> what about the homie with the ears? Homie, the um, chick left the island. She was like, I can't do this. Left the island. Oh, left him there by himself. Oh. And then he ended up meeting up with her later. And she can't, She made some bullshit excuse as to why she left. Yeah, she was like... Pretty but much. She, she saw him. Because it's that moment. The funniest part of this show <laughs> is the moment when they see each other coming from behind the walls. And they and they meet. And when she saw him and his ears were still in the other room. <laughs> he was walking around the corner. <laughs> She and was were, hot text. She was like, oh, <laughs> shit. And then she gave and hugged him. And he was all like, you know, insensitive into his feelings. And she, the whole time, she just didn't want to break his heart. But she knew when she walked around the corner. <laughs> it, it was the dud dud. She was nah. like, how bad do I want to be on this show? <laughs> that's, because, that's because she got denied for somebody else, I think. Yeah. Gary Busey denied her for the Asian chick. Yeah. And then he was mad that she was Asian. <laughs> you said, he came out, he's like, oh. <laughs> it's our guilty pleasure. We've been watching uh, Love is Blind. Go check that out if you're a man. You just want to laugh at, uh, you know, if you want something to watch with your lady that you know you can laugh at internally, go yeah. watch Love is Blind. It, it, it gets cringy at times. 
Oh, super cringy. Because like you know the girl isn't attracted to the guy, but he's still going for the kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just like, oh man, she going to let the slide or what? <laughs> and then, and then they, some of them kiss him and some of them like, uh, we need separate rooms. Yeah. Well, t- okay, let me ask you. Does that does that show you how superficial people are or how important physical attraction is? I think uh yeah, it's it's not superficial. Physical attraction is hella important. Yeah. It's got to like yeah, the concept is nice. Someone just hear my voice and boom, we're in love. But no, nah, man, like yeah. interest important, you know, cuz Somewhat got to have something to talk about, even though most of the time you don't talk, you know, after year one, you stop kind of talking, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but you got to be attracted, man. You got to yeah. be attracted. You got to have some type of attraction there and or, or the, and there's got to be, it can't be a non-attraction, like a super non-attraction. That's where it's like, because even the Indian dude, he was with the Indian woman. Oh, Yo, I spit out my drink when he said, I feel like I'm with my auntie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going on a date with my auntie. Because he, he's an Indian dude who never dated an Indian woman. He only dates white girls. Yeah. So when he met up, he, he, you know, had a connection yeah. with this Indian woman. And so he was dating her the whole time. And she like, wasn't very attractive. Yeah, she wasn't. And he couldn't. And you could tell. Where she was all looking all loving him in the jacuzzi, and he was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I fuck with my auntie. That shit had me dying. I uh, think if you can like have a genuine connection with someone without seeing them, and then see them, and that connection goes away, then you are probably a very shallow person. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. That's, so in your case, that is it highlights the shallowness more than just the idea that physical attraction is very important. Yeah, I mean, everyone deserves to have preferences. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there's no problem with that. But mm-hmm. it's like, I guess it's the just the way you deliver it. Like that, li- that girl just like leaving. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. That yeah. was cold, bro. That's like, that's like that's a little cold hearted. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and it does. It. it the, I think the bigger issue is that like, people are afraid to communicate. Mm-hmm. That's what it is too, because yeah. it shows you how open they were behind the walls. But when they were, they and saw each face, other, and then it's face, face to face. To face they totally they couldn't thing. be honest with each other. A lot of them couldn't be honest with each with, with each other about how they felt about that person or yeah. the situation they were in. So yeah, that's that's definitely a thing too. It's power in hiding. Yeah, yeah. There's a power in hiding. <laughs> that's why I play on my computer all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you playing Sims Sturbs on your computer? Fuck no. <laughs> Don't hey, hey. No Sim slander on this podcast. Hey, you weren't there. You weren't there. You weren't there. My sister used to play the Sims. Yeah, she older, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. she was there. She was there. You weren't there, Durbs. Don't uh-uh. ever judge the uh-uh. Sims. That was a golden moment. Golden. 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 She used to like torture her Sims. I did that too from time to time. Like I said, you know, you build a room, take the doors out, windows out, and just watch them die. <laughs> That's something that we used to do back in the day. And you say I give off serial killer vibes? I get it out in Sims. Yeah. I it, don't know where you get are you are you You can you, kill fiction fictional characters. Yeah, all I, the time. I do every day in Valorant. <laughs> <laughs> I also snapped my keyboard last week. That was sick. You snapped your keyboard? Out of rage? Yeah, I was pissed. Did you lose? Yeah. Like, was it close, though, or was it a bullshit-ass loss? It's some bullshit, dude. No, oh, man. So if it wasn't a close loss, you sh- why'd you snap your keyboard? Oh, dude. <laughs> so 
Sometimes, See, I'm not doing that. That's, sometimes that's you just like fit in the profile. You just lose the all sense of just anything. anything. You just start wondering yeah. like something. <laughs> yeah, shot at your ass, huh? Uh, it, I was actually playing like it was like a fighting game. So oh, okay, like, okay, two D, three D. Uh, three D. Okay, what game? Uh, that's called Lost Ark. It's like a MMO. MMO missionary men ab- mixed operation. martial offices. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I actually don't know what MMO stands for, but it's like okay. a, it's like an open world RPG game, oh, but it also okay. has like a PvP aspect to it. Okay, Mama's okay. making oral. I don't know. <laughs> he was on it. He was on it. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I just downloaded Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, Forbidden that looks West. Clean. Yes, it just came out Is it last week. One? Yeah, it came out last week. Yeah, I dropped that $59. I was like, oh, they need a new pair of shoes, but <laughs> I need this game a little bit more. Man, Yo, I want to buy a video game so bad. The first Bro, one. Why are they all sixty dollars? The first one was incredible. First one's dope, but this one? I don't think games are worth sixty dollars anymore. No, they're not. No. Well, hold on. You more or less? Less. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We're on the same page. The, the amount of like game effort I... that they put into it nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Not worth sixty dollars. Fuck no. Fuck no. They're not going that ham. No. Yeah. But Horizon is probably the closest game that's worth sixty bucks. I'm only. I've only gotten past a couple stages or whatever, yeah. but because the first one's phenomenal. I could already tell this one, just the amount of stuff they added to it, and then they really enhanced the graphics for PS4, because mm-hmm. I ain't got PS5 just yet, so I'm on the PS4, but the graphics are, like I would say, 30 times better than the graphics from the last one, um, shadowing, and you can see mm-hmm. like sweat, and like it's like it's a lot more realistic, so it's fucking fire. And the, and the fucking robots you're fighting are crazy. Like, yeah, Forbidden West, man. I'm on that shit. And, of course, GTA. I see, I see you haven't got back on. Nah, well, the last time we had to. No, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I'll go on when, when y'all go on. But I, I should go on by myself. But when I'm by myself, it's Apex. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. You ever leave a review for a game if you hate it? If you're, like, that mad about it? No. Nah. Leave a review for a Where do you go to leave a review you for leave a game? Reviews, <laughs> what? Oh, you, well, you play on console, so. Yeah, On exactly. PC, like, you can leave a review on, like, Steam or whatever you download the game from. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, and so you left reviews. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, well, actually, my friend left a review for this new game, Elden Ring. Oh, okay, I've, seen, I've seen so much yeah, going yeah. on about that. Yeah. Um, but, like, they don't have... Uh, like widescreen support for the game so he was like super pissed about oh, it oh shit and uh he left like this giant review with like all of the information on how they could have added it to the game <laughs> and the developer actually pinned it <laughs> pinned oh wow review. okay so hopefully they they take that they take that advice and make that shit oh yeah they're gonna take it because they ain't gotta pay them for it yeah exactly just gave them the code <laughs> just cracked the code fuck it um so have you seen the stuff with, I mean, I don't really care too deep. We don't to get too far into it, but have you seen the stuff going on with Slaughterhouse? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I saw the video. <laughs> do you have a, do you have a side or? My thing is, I understand what Joe was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he didn't have to go as far as tell Joel Ortiz to suck his dick. That was, that was, that was but messed up. But if you, if you listen to it, he, he said that album can suck my dick. Mm. I can but see still, it. He didn't have to say that either. That's still telling 
That's still telling the gym to suck my dick. Hey, that's so I, that's a little too far for you. That's fighting words for you. Yeah, because it was like, look, I understand if you're supporting, supporting, or if you don't like what your man is saying, don't mm-hmm. don't like what your man is saying. But why you do them on live like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that's why. I would, like, I understand why Joel T's fired back quick. Like, nigga, suck my dick. Don't do me like that. Yeah, what yeah, what yeah, are you doing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. having a conversation. Just support my. Just say you support my album. Yeah. And all Joel said, yeah, yeah, I support it. But he don't. And he was being honest. Like, yeah, I don't support true. that album. That's true. Because, again, like, I I understand where Joe's, where Joe and Royce are coming from yeah. when it comes to, like, if we all four created a brand, two of you guys doing something with the brand that we don't approve of or we don't we didn't talk about. True. It's like you're kind of shitting on that brand and you're telling our fan base that where we are at odds, even though we kind of speculated they've been at odds for a while. Yeah. That's but, why they broke up. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I also understand Joel and and Crooked Eye, like, they also are 50% of the brand. Yeah. It's like, and that's, at least for me, I could be wrong. You could educate me. Mm. Slaughterhouse is the biggest thing in both their lives. Yeah. Okay. So. I, hate put, I, I hate to say it. Yeah. But it is. That's what, because they was in the game for years, but it wasn't yes. until they yeah. did the Slaughterhouse that yeah. they got the notoriety. Yeah. So that's that's kind of their biggest play in getting the bag is leveraging that brand that's, you know. So I understand from a, you know, Joe's always been saying, like, you can't, I can't judge nobody on how they feed their kids and how they feed their family. So if they decide to do that, it's just, it does it does like make you really think back to like when you create something with somebody you definitely have to have a clear understanding on where something's going but if it if it doesn't work out if it doesn't work yeah. out you got to how confident are you to create something new to that get part. to get yourself to that same status or to create something that can bring you the same income as something else if it, it, to me it shows Maybe Joel Ortiz and Crooked have been trying and just nothing's worked out, but it shows to me that they don't believe in their creativity enough. I don't think it's that. It's just that, like, because Joel has been putting up albums on his on his solo, but again, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, uh, say like Mark Hamill, you know, mm-hmm. like he did other movies, but the bag was Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah, kind, yeah, it's kind yeah. of that. Yeah, and it's like it's. I mean, they killed his character off in uh, *Force Awakens* or, or whatnot. <laughs> okay. But if they was like, "Yo, we need you to come back as a Spectre," he'll come back, <laughs> yeah. eighty-three and all, <laughs> as a Spectre. Okay. <laughs> like, cause it is that if mm-hmm. if you have, like, no matter how much you keep working, but if you have that thing that's going to be like, "This is it. This is it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then. It's like a like that Temptations movie. Otis kept going, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the same same thing, cause like we still got people to feed. We still got family. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I just want to give a quick shout out to Morris Day. I don't know if you heard about what happened to him. What happened? Uh, so he can no longer tour or use Morris Day. The name? Why? Because I guess Prince owned it. Yeah. And, now and his Prince estate not, took now it. Prince is not here. Cause I guess the whole time Prince owned it, owned the rights to the name Morris Day in the time. Yeah, because it was purple. But he was turning his. He wasn't. He wasn't doing anything when Morris Day would go out and perform. He just like do your thing. But he still he owned the rights to it. Yeah, but so he, now Prince is not here. There's yeah. no buffer in between 
saying he can do that. So now he, he put out a post a couple of days ago saying like, unfortunately, I can't. I, I've been touring for so long with Morris Day at the time. That's his brand. Yeah. But now he can't do it anymore. So now he has to. He can't even do it in no capacity. He can't do like what Prince did, like formerly known as Prince. Yeah. He can't. He can't use the name in no capacity. Why would Prince's estate do that to him? Selfishness and yeah, like and I don't know. Like like that's that's cold. That's cold game. Why? Yeah. And Morris Day kind of like older. Yeah. Why would you yeah. take a a man's livelihood? Especially because the twilight years is kind of when they start making a lot more money. Yeah, this is the time where you know, a lot of he could get bigger bags because yeah, people... our parents want to go see them. <laughs> you feel I kind of want. Uh, I, of I, course, I, I want to see Morris Day. Purple Rain. Yeah. He do the little, you know. Yeah. So, uh, quick shout out to Morris Day at the time. Like that is you family remember this. That I hope you can figure out a way to get around this. But uh, yeah, just, that goes back to like. You know, just ownership. Ownership. You know, and and how you how you configure your your ownership, and do you own what you're creating, to make sure you do that part. That, you know, that part. And you know what? You no one ever wants to have those conversations, mm -hmm. but you gotta always have those conversations. Man. Yeah. That's why, like, when we be on the back, I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and you know, so when it is what it is, you know, everybody know where it's at, where it's at. Yeah. No, and no, no, no more, no less. Yeah. It's like boom. Yeah. Like, and that's why, that's why I always talk about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. or, or I'm quick to talk about the money and mm -hmm. people. Like a lot of times, like, oh, pay me later or talk. No, no, no. no let's do this now. <laughs> let's get this out the way right <laughs> let's now. Talk, let's talk. Let's handle the business, and then let's go back to being friends. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not gonna want to be my friend until the business is done. Yeah. You're just gonna be nice to me. I'd rather yeah. you be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. But what you gonna call it, my G? It's been it's been like a crazy week though. It's been a crazy week. One hundred percent. Like especially all that's going on, like. You know, Brittany Griner got called up. So please elaborate on this. I don't know too much about this situation. I just know she's stuck in Russia, right? She's stuck in Russia and, well, she's detained in Russia okay. and possibly facing up to anywhere five to ten years for what they saying is drug trafficking charges because she got called up with uh, vape, like weed vape, vape pen, like a steezy. Oh, so she went, she She was had in it. Russia. Okay. She had she had it in a carry-on bag. So it's at the airport. She's at the airport. Okay. And they're going through her luggage. Mm -hmm. And they see it, pull it to the side. Now she's detained. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, I kind of fault her mm -hmm. just a little bit because have social awareness. <laughs> Russia's been bombing a country next door for the last two weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, America put like some big old sanctions on them, and you're an American. Like, yeah, mm, have some social awareness. You should have been out two weeks ago. Yeah, she should have. I don't know why she's even over there. Well, because unfortunately, she playing overseas. She put all all WNBA. Well, not all. Majority of the WNBA players they play that overseas. they play overseas, okay, okay. and Russia for women is the mm -hmm. Premier League. Mm -hmm. So you know you can definitely see that you have Brittany over there, you have Diana Taurasi, you had Brianna Stewart, mm -hmm. like uh, a couple couple of ball players from the Chicago Sky. Like that's where because like over there, Brittany's getting a million dollars for for like a three month season. Oh shit, that's way more than she would get in the states. Well, she's getting here. She <laughs> just barely got two hundred eighty thousand. Yeah, 
Okay. So, so the bag is overseas. For the bag for, for the them, they're, yeah. they're all getting yeah. million dollar deals and stuff yeah. like over there and whatnot. So that's why she's over there, and I'm not falling for her for that. Get the bag, get the bag. But if I woke up one morning and I saw a Russia TV that they go to war, and then the next day I see that America getting involved, and I'm American, I'm in Russia. I'm like, hey, babe. <laughs> Pack that up. One hundred percent. Let's go. And honestly, I don't need no vape pens. Uh, <laughs> I need to get home. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be out here testing. I wouldn't even assume like because I'm Britain or because I'm uh, some type mm-hmm. of celebrity. Mm-hmm. It's, it's war. Fuck. I wouldn't. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't play with it. I would have got out. I don't. I don't care how many seasons is left. I'd be like, yo, yo, we could run this back, but. I can't be here, mm-hmm. and you're not breaching contract on some on, on some life and death stuff, mm-hmm. and and especially because again, social awareness. Russia has taken prisoners in the past, yeah, like uh, people just chilling in Russia, yeah, and then, and then they snatch them up, and then they force a negotiation. Mm-hmm. That's what like people are thinking, like mm-hmm. like oh, they specifically target her. I don't know if they specifically was like, yo, get the girl that dunks, Brittany Griner. Get the six foot eight girl <laughs> walking through the airport because she's like fucking humongous. Yeah. <laughs> like, and also, again, awareness. Why should you put this, the thing up top of her head? They wouldn't be able to reach it. <laughs> she could have walked right into the airport with the Take that shit to the back of the, the kitchen back here. I was just acting like I did a stretch and used my full yeah, wings. <laughs> she should have taped it to the back of her kitchen and let the hair flow. <laughs> Fuck, that sucks though. Like, yeah. I I would be shitting myself if I was in yeah. jail in the states, but it, overseas, overseas, oh, yeah, bruh. The way my skin tone is set up, yeah, I would be shitting bricks in Russia or Ukraine or anywhere overseas, sitting in their prison system. And then she's a big target because she's a basketball player. She she's a, yeah, she's six eight. Yeah, Damn. yeah, she's commodity to America. So I don't know. My thing is, I fault her for not being more mm-hmm. socially aware of your surroundings. Yeah, yeah. No one's exempt from war. Yeah, damn. <laughs> it goes down. It's going down for all. <laughs> <laughs> damn. And hey, what do you what do you think about um, Ti and Godfrey? Oh, you know, you're the comedian in the room. That is is there an etiquette? If you're a headliner, look at your face. You're already going to say it. If you're a headliner and a celebrity, a famous person, not just anybody, but a famous person comes in the room and wants to try comedy, more famous than you, and says he wants to go up, can, let me, can, I, go, can I go up? He does not, he's not asking you. He's asking the promoter. And the promoter comes and tells you, hey, T.I. is coming on to do a set after you. Do you feel the type of way? I yeah. Why do you? And Ti know he was wrong. Yeah, you think so? He know he was wrong. What made him wrong? Dave Chappelle. I'm only gonna play devil's advocate here. So I got you. (laughs) Dave Chappelle got a new song right now, and he goes up to Drake's sold out concert, and is like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna drop a track real quick." After Drake was like, "I love you, Toronto. (laughs) This was great. Catch you later." Yeah. Dave was like, "Wait." Wait, 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 cut the lights back on. Uh, I would drop a track. You don't do that. You don't go to a headliner show and okay. then go on after the headliner. Okay. Any art, every artist knows that. 
Okay. A headliner, the headliner, you're, you're the, you. It's your show. Mm-hmm. You're, you are the show. Mm-hmm. Sure, you have opening acts, but essentially, especially if it's a Godfrey show, Godfrey's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. I respect Godfrey as a beast. Yeah. So, and and he said he did an hour and forty. So, for you to go up to so his headliner show after they just did an hour forty, which mm-hmm. like stand up wise, that's that's like. That's fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I, that's so, fire. so there is like a unwritten rule in comedy because Godfrey has said that there's an unwritten rule in comedy to where you don't go up after the headliner. I don't even think it's comedy. I think that's just professional understanding. No, like, like I don't like like Godfrey was speaking from a comedic uh, standpoint because he said because he's a comic, mm-hmm. but it had nothing to do with the fact that his ti. And and he yeah, and he yeah. doesn't respect him as a comic because I feel like if Dave Chappelle came and wanted to go up after Godfrey, I don't but think Godfrey would have been as perturbed about though. it. That's different. So it is because Ti is not a comic; he's a no, honestly, famous musician trying comedy. I don't think Dave would have did that. Tell you the truth, he would have went up before. Like if you want to okay, hop on, okay, okay, like all right. So I there is an etiquette if you do want to hop on to someone's show. You go on first, mm-hmm. but you do no more than seven minutes, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Like so, that would be the etiquette. He went on after the show was over. Yeah. So essentially, his act by doing that is saying Godfrey is not the headliner. I am. Mm. His name not even on the marquee. Yeah, because he. I think he, I, it was Godfrey's show. I think their promoter had asked Ti to to go up. And no, Ti asked the promoter to go up. And, yeah, and, and that's why he was like, "You." He was like, "You need to talk to the promoter." He mm-hmm. don't want. And then that's that's a cop out plea. Of course, the Ti knew the promoter was going to was going to do that because yeah. the promoter was it would make it his business look good. Yeah, it's more money in his pocket. He gets to keep people longer. That no, nah, that's a cop out. Professional courtesy though. Mm-hmm. We all know, like, mm-hmm. like I like this. I, yeah, I'm going to generalize it. All performers know you don't go on after the headliner. That's the show, <laughs> right? That's wild. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. why I know Ti, being a veteran, is he was riding his own high horse in Atlanta, which of course he's supposed to. That's do. what Godfrey said. It was like it's his city. It's Atlanta. Yeah. So like, so like that's why like I see Godfrey's point. He was like, yeah, man, I get. I let you slide on that, but I don't gotta listen to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why? I, I, I was the headliner. Why I gotta stay?" No, what did he, what did he really say? <laughs> he said, "I'm not gonna listen to <laughs> nobody who I do this better than, or who does this worse than I do, or some shit like but that." But he's right though. So you wouldn't listen to a comment that's not as good. I as I still. I still know everybody know, nigga. I'll pull out yo yo and start yo yo. <laughs> I seen that actually. I'm not playing. I'm not gonna <laughs> listen to anybody that I do it better than. Now I still to this day go to open mics. They trying to force me to stay. I go. I'll, I'll go smoke. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't have to listen to this. Mm-hmm. It's it's not washed. It's not. Yeah. And you know what? And that's not mean. Lil Wayne would do that to to like a regular street performer. Mm-hmm. You know, he might give him like. Two seconds, I was like, oh, that was entertaining. But you think you're going to stay and watch this whole show? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. okay. That's why I'm like, T.I., say I, that. I tend to agree with you with this situation. Like, I do, when I heard about it and seen them debating on the, because I guess he called up his show and they were talking about it. I'm mad for Godfrey for folding. 
He know he definitely folded. He folded. But when Ti get on the when Ti get on the fold and start doing them, yeah. Hey, bruh. Start saying them, hey, bruh. Yeah. They hit you with them uh, phenomenomalies and big old words and shit. You start to like kind of like, okay, no. who am I? I got to remember who I'm talking to here. What did he say? He was like, he was like a swim, a uh, shark swims in water, and and he said something weird. It was Ti. Ti said so. Oh, he always says some weird shit. He always says some weird shit. And he was like, shark swims in water, and so so. I was like, Ti, what does that guy do? <laughs> but God, Godfrey what, what did do? fold. He folded because he's he said he basically was saying that he was being disrespectful. That's what Ti no, was saying. This 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 is what Godfrey would say. I'm sorry, Mister Ti. Yeah, sorry, Mister Ti. <laughs> what I was really Ooh, saying was that's not what I said. Because when he first said it, he was he was. He went in. He went in. And I was riding with Godfrey. But then he kind of like reeled it back. And now I can't stand with the brother no more because he folded. Hey, T.I. got 38 guns in his car. That's fair, but. I'm just saying. Some things you got to kind of like, as long as he knows where I, I'm at, I don't have to meet him with Man, the same energy. If Kobe was to step on the soccer field with uh, Messi, Messi would show him he's still Messi. True. That's just what it, you know. That's why I'm like, bro, like, don't fold. True. Like, don't let someone. I mean, I, I wish someone calling all black trying to talk shit to me like that. I'll hop out. I'll be like, all right, Derbs, cut off. <laughs> hey, bro, send me your location real quick, real quick. <laughs> it could happen, Derbs. Be ready. <laughs> it could happen. That's <laughs> not up the realm of possibility at all. Uh, Will Smith and Michael B. I am legend too. You here for that? Fuck! I don't understand it. Do you remember the ending? He died. He died. Yeah, heroically. Like I knew a Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan mashup was gonna happen at some point. This is not the movie. No, I'm trying to see the mashup happen. You know what it would have been? What's that? That crappy movie his son was in about Earth. I think it was called oh, Earth. Yeah, that oh, movie. After I, Earth. We forgot about that movie. That movie was terrible. Uh, yeah. No, it could have been like Bad Boys 4. You bring in Michael B. Jordan. That makes sense. That's that's Will Smith's nah, nephew. I don't want Michael B. Jordan. Or his son he didn't know about. No. I'm pretty sure they have an alternate ending to I Am Legend. There is an alternate ending. But it's an alternate ending. You have to get it with the DVD. The, if the, it's the not, theater no, version. No. That's a the theater version. Will Smith killed himself. So they had a distraction so the, the other people can get to the child and the girl. Yeah, the child and the girl can get to the base. The alternate ending is, you know, I guess the person he was working on he cures he cures the yeah the, the the chick yeah yeah towards the end yeah. the boyfriend sees that and like calls lets, calls the wolves off yeah he like much. lets them live yeah so so, so what, what you're gonna the, tell me gonna start. what you're gonna tell me is the the ending we saw in the theaters was the dream the alternate ending. And they're going to flash back to Will Smith saying, oh, actually, I can fix this guy or I can fix the girl. And it's going to be the alternate ending is going to be the real ending. But the real ending was the alternate ending. That's what's going to happen. Yes. Follow me? Yes. Yes. That's some bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to see How that. How right? <laughs> I'm not trying to see that. I'm not trying to see Michael B. Jordan on the same screen with Will Smith fighting. Look, Michael B. Jordan is not really the best actor to be. He's a horrible with, actor. But to him, to do the CGI acting... I think he's had some decent roles. Give me one. Fruitvale Station. He didn't. He incredible. said about eleven words. Come on, bro. And he got killed. And he kept doing <laughs> that thing with his. Lip. And I agree with you. It was a great story. The acting was was What's cool. That? Was cool. 
but the story was great because we knew the story and I lived up in North Cal. So I actually felt some way about that movie because I had a connection to that. You know what I mean? But the acting though. Trash. I saw that in the theater. Yeah, it's Name right. one. <laughs> right. I mean, Black Panther, he was all right. <sighs> Depending on who you talk to. He might be the next Black Panther. I hope you guys realize you know that. What? No, no, it's not going to happen. It's he was only happen. good in Black Panther. Because Black Panther was good. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool and he was decent in Creed One, and no, that that was a horrible cry scene. Him and Sylvester Stallone had it was. But, oh, you, but it's, maybe it's a, you should be talking to someone who, <laughs> who ain't here, huh? You think you're mad at me, but uh, you know, we might be mad at someone else. Uh, the guy that died. And Michael B. Jordan was like. <laughs> <laughs> His best role is Space Jam. Michael B. Jordan? No. Was he in Space Jam? Oh. Two? Space Jam 2? Yeah. No, I didn't see no. that. No. Oh, some things I, I, I was I'm thinking not about gonna, the first one. I was yeah, like, no, was like the he first wasn't. One? I'm not going to ruin my childhood watching some of these movies that are coming no, out. No. Just being honest with you. Spoiler Space Jam 2, I did not watch he, it. Spoiler alert. He's, he's in it? He's Hold on, Michael B. Jordan is Michael Jordan in Space Jam too. Kinda. Uh, see, you made me not want to watch this even more. I kinda, <laughs> it, no, I didn't, but that's such a hacky joke. I always know how it unfolds. They think you're getting Michael Jordan, but it's, it's Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan. Oh my God, I'm not watching that movie. That might be the biggest <laughs> disappointment in Hollywood movie history. Like, you Who think wrote you're that? getting Michael Jordan, you get Michael B. Jordan? I just figured out your punchline there. So I don't want to, I don't know. The drop off is crazy. I would be so hot. Because, you know, most people who are watching that are like fans of. They're athletes, like dude. They like the NBA, or whatever. So you think Michael Jordan's coming? No, most people that watch that was fans of Space Jam. True, 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 true. There, there was. So there's a scene with LeBron. Oh, we're going to throw that scene alone. right here. And that. Uh, oh, Michael B. Jordan walks in the locker room. Because they. Wow. Yeah. Hey, that, so, that's exactly how I imagined it. Yeah, okay. like dun dun dun. No, the hey guys. Music. Oh, oh okay, okay. I thought they did like a Looney Tune build up, but that's. Uh. I see. Yeah. I seen somebody recently. Steve Harvey was on some show recently, and the girl I asked him, so um, Michael B. Jordan's dating your daughter for the last year. If he asked for her hand in, if he asked for her hand in marriage, would you approve? What did he say? Steve Harvey took about thirty-eight seconds to answer that question. He was like, oh, oh, oh. "You see," yeah. oh. then he finally was like, "Yeah," but what I saw <laughs> was him going over the last year in his head. And he probably seen his bare ass once or twice in the house. That he probably part. seen him late night a couple times. A couple sandwiches been eaten that he <laughs> put to the side and Michael B. Jordan ate. And it was those were reeling through his head. I think he wanted to say no. Uh, but for the camera, yeah. He said yeah. Yeah. I'm just hating because Lori Harvey, she downgraded. <sighs> Man, I would. I used to. I, was I would love to mind. break her heart. I mean, she seems like... <laughs> She seems like she's in the business of getting bro. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I want Lori Harvey on my wish list. I'm just saying. 
uh real quick i don't know if you saw but three people voted against well so the lynching anti-lynching bill was passed yeah yeah 422 to three so there's three there's still three people first of all they've been trying to get this bill passed for like over a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> They've been trying. They said they tried over two hundred. Strange times. fruit. Uh. <laughs> They've tried over two hundred times to get this bill through, and it finally passed. But there was still three people who I'm going to put the names out of the three people who voted against the anti-lynching bill. You have a uh, Republican representative Andrew Clyde, Thomas Massey, and Chip Roy. So if this I is mean, going out to two Texas, people with two first names. <laughs> Hey, Brandon Earl, don't be talking about two for days. <laughs> is, like is this like a national like a national bill? It's a national bill, yes. Yes. And, and it's been voted against time and time again. But finally it passed. But there's still three people. Look, some people holding on. Been, has there ever been any like news reporters like quote someone on why they voted against? Oh yeah. You wanna hear it? Yeah. Please. <laughs> so pretty much he said okay, I don't I don't have the exact quote. But I have the article and he pretty much the Chip Roy has said in so many words that it's a good it's a good example of justice. Wow. He says it's a good example of justice and he he has said a phrase which was uh grab the longest rope. Like we we used to grab the longest rope and hang him up, which is like a metaphor for getting the bad guys. That's what he said. It's about getting the bad guys. It's not about race. This is what he's saying. It's not about race or what the woke media wants you to believe, but in so much, it's a it's a sign of good justice. No, no, lynching, lynching <laughs> was purely about race. No, <laughs> purely about was, lynching it, free slaves. Yeah, because they ran, they ran, right? Yeah, they, they ran, or, they or had, not even free slaves, people, slaves who were who were free people, and they. It, they Are got there lynched. already laws in place against like hangings? Yeah, so states. each state, there's states states have these laws, but it wasn't a federal law. Just like marijuana is legal in certain states, but it's not a federal, it's federally illegal. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same way, where it, it wasn't a federal law, states were handling it. And then pretty much these three guys all pretty much said the same thing. This should be left up to the states. It shouldn't be a federal thing. And then there's more to that bill than just the fact that it's about lynching. But it's dude, like, I don't care what's attached to that bill, to be honest with you, like... This is something that needs to be a federal. Like, why do we even have to fight over two hundred times for this to be a federal, <laughs> I know, right, right. a federal crime? Let's just all agree. Well, because I mean, you know. they always told you to read the fine print. Yeah, yeah. It might be something in the fine print, dude. It, it could be because like, but I, I trust the four hundred twenty-two people that voted again to vote for it. I know, to right. the three it's people, still it's, still yeah, yeah. Right? it's the, the three other people who found any other reason. <laughs> oh, but there's other stuff a part of this bill. Like, there's four hundred twenty-two people that were for it, Republicans and Democrats. So, dude, yeah, uh, man, just want to put that out there. Um, my last big topic I wanted to, well, two real quick. Um, why? Maybe, I mean, there's no women in the room, but we could try to figure out this because I've been trying to figure out this for a while. What? Why do women every month act surprised that their period is there? Uh. This shit happens every month. <laughs> every month. I, I want to feel sympathy for you. <laughs> <laughs> I do, babe, I do. But when you hit me 
oh, I'm on my period. I can't do this, that, and the third. Yeah. Or I'm on my period. All these cramps and just the over exaggeration. Like I don't know what cramps feel like. I don't. I, but I, 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 I as a man, speak. will be prepared <laughs> for this. If you go to war every month, if you're going to war and you know the exact date, because you follow this shit on a calendar and you know the exact date and you know a war is coming on a Tuesday, why don't you have seven bags of tampons and five bags of fucking, what is it, Midol and ibuprofen? And why don't you have the heat pad sitting there? And why don't you have, like, why is it when it happens, it's like, oh my God. Babe, can you go to the store and get this for me? Like, oh my God, where's the heat pad? It's like, why don't you prepare for this? Why? Man. I'm telling you, if I went to war once a month, ever since I was 13, yeah. I'm 34, about to be 34. Yeah. I was going to war every month. <laughs> At some point, I would be prepared for war. <laughs> At some point. Rambo strap. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That was on my mind the other day. Can't tell you why, but she knows, <laughs> babe. <laughs> but shout out to happy relationships. <laughs> I'm just saying, just saying. Why are we acting surprised? <laughs> and okay, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to talk about. This was a this was a question that was on Twitter and stuff I, I seen, mm -hmm. and it's a debate. I was surprised it was a debate actually, but I just want to get you guys' opinion in the room. Somebody had tweeted. Uh, TDE's fall off is only their fault. They're the ones to blame for their fall yep. off. Have they fallen off? Is TDE, fa TDE falling off? Are you guys keeping track of anyone outside of Kendrick, Za, uh, uh, or Schoolboy Q? Where's Abso been at? Do they even release music anymore? Uh, I mean, SZA is like the only one I really like. Uh, SZA hasn't released music in like four years. She did like a single not too long ago, but yeah. an album she hasn't released in like four or five years. Kendrick hasn't released an album. In the the hell of China pushed Reason. Reason, yes, they're trying but to. He's not really breaking that wall. Is that a TDE thing or is that a talent thing? Because Reason is talented enough to where he can. If you get a machine like a TDE behind him full force, yeah, because we've seen it happen. They did. They got behind Schoolboy Q. He broke through mainstream, so, somewhat. They got behind. They got behind J Rock. He blew up with that with, with the win win win. He he yeah. got into mainstream. They kind of got behind Absol, but I kind of know a little bit things about that. They yeah. really they really don't go behind Absol like they should. But I think yeah, that's cold, especially the buzz when he was buzzing. Yeah. But I think they know that he's not a mainstream artist. The shit he talks about, yeah, the structure in which he makes his music. But still, when Control System dropped, man, I banged that hardcore. Or have they fallen off? JMK, I'm shaking his head over here. So JMK, step up, step up. And of course, we're all from California. We step have the up. California LA bias embedded in us because we know how much Kendrick means to, to California and TDE. Kendrick Lamar can do no wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. But what, so what is it? What are they falling off for? Are you so, just playing devil's advocate, or do you think they they fell off? I don't know. I, I've been trying to think about this for the last four or five days since I've seen this tweet, and people were reacting to it, and I was getting both sides of the argument. Right. And I saw people talking about their fall off is not like they've they're falling off like fucking chingy. Sorry. 
Um, but <laughs> but they've they've not at the top anymore as a collective. Other collectives have took their place, like a Griselda or yeah. like a Dreamville, or whoever. I wouldn't say Dreamville is. They get compared to Dreamville a lot. Yeah, but Dreamville is mm. like a different. But Earth Gang is very just much dropped. Ba- based based around J Cole. Yeah, and it's like there's a supporting cast. Yeah, TD always kind of take turns. Sizzle had her time. Schoolboy had his time. Kendrick mm-hmm. is like one of the unicorns, mm-hmm. so you can't really compare. Mm-hmm. But I feel like all all labels have like a rotation. They've released projects. I'm looking at it. They haven't missed a year. Okay. They release a project every year at least. Some years. They so last year was multiple. Isaiah Rashad, right? Yeah, year before no, that was uh, Reason. No, Isaiah dropped this year. Yeah. Early this year? No, uh, July 2021. Yeah, oh, he dropped okay. last year. Peaked at number seven. Reason, you know, he's that got released. But obviously, that's he's not as big of a draw, but mm-hmm. it's still a big, bigger artist than anybody you know personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and me as well. 2019 was Sarah Schoolboy Q. 2018 Reason. Yes, SZA hasn't dropped in a while. And Kendrick hasn't dropped in a while, but... Maybe that's what people are talking about. Like the yeah. you're the head people, forces, because you know J Cole still drops. People just want too much. Like just let it, let them that part. They got a lot of people. They employ a lot of people. I don't know. I don't yeah, get it. I don't right. get it. What, 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 what people? Why does everybody got to complain about something? It's like it's, it seems like people they want to like okay. So if you're a Kendrick fan and you're you're standing behind Kendrick and then you get into with this barbershop debate with somebody about J Cole, mm-hmm. it, the only thing you cannot you can't it's hard for you to to talk about consistency or um I don't know man Kendrick was hella consistent but it's been 5 years because of maybe the dude just doesn't, doesn't need break I agree that he, he doesn't right he can do whatever he wants I'm just saying when you get in that barbershop conversation and you start debating the the goats or the greats or who's relevant now who's not or who's doing who's making moves now and who's not that always goes against people of TDE. It's like, well, when's the last time they dropped music? Or are, I mean, they, are they still true. dropping music? When they drop, it's quality. Yeah, because Kendrick don't have one bad album. He doesn't. Or a mixtape. And I just seen that uh, since 2022 started, we've been three months in, he has the top 25 highest selling album of 2022, Good Kid, Mad City. It's streamed, it's yeah. sold over 150,000 units. Uh, already in three months into like that album came out over two years it's ago. It's incredible. That's why. Yeah. yeah. So when you, so to me, it's hard to say you fall off when your old albums are charting still. I mean, like, well, think about it like this. Like, my roommate was like, "Do you ever hear about like Lil Pump and no, like, that's all those, all those kind of kids? Fuck like, no. that that's like a fall off. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just like kind of they're dormant, chilling. Yeah." Yeah, probably. Yeah, dormant okay. spending money. Yeah, <laughs> Migos fall out. <laughs> yeah, right. We ain't they ain't let up once. <laughs> I mean, people have said Migos have fallen off. I haven't paid attention to their arc and their rise or fall that much. I Didn't know, that straightening song come out last year? Was it, no, I think so. I think so. And Offset still with Cardi. Offset still with Cardi. He's relevant. And what's his name? The other one, the, the main guy. So that's for the Q. Come on. Migos. Quavo. Quavo. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I saw the shades. I saw the dreads. I even I saw him shooting I saw everything. I was like, I, picture, the I pictured his face. Yeah. <laughs> he's still relevant. Yeah, he's the, the most relevant person. He played in the Celebrity All-Star game yeah. every year. Yeah. He was on the NBA All-Star uh, or Celebrity Draft. Did you see that? 
Yeah, no, I saw that. Like mm. he was drafting <laughs> the top seventy-five players alongside, uh, like uh, the owner of the Lakers, uh, Jerry Buss. Jerry Buss. Yeah, Jerry Buss, Charles Barkley, Shaq, and you had Quavo. Yeah, all doing a draft. So I think, yeah. you know, but I would say like if you look at a label, mm-hmm. you know, quality control. Mm-hmm. What's the label that like Ray Sharma's on? Um, or where uh, I don't know. I think with Atlantic, Mike Will made it. Yeah, I don't know what his label is, but I would say people would say like quality control Mm -hmm. and Lil Yachty and Migos fell off before anybody ever says that Top Dog fell off. But people just, I guess people just don't like that Kendrick didn't release in since five years. Mm -hmm. That is a while. Oh, they're probably still mad because he dropped a video like he was going to release something and then. But he he was was just in the Super Bowl. Bowl. (laughs) Like Kendrick was just performing in the Super Bowl. That part. You know, so. It is a weird thing where it's like you will want these people to make music more like more music more frequently, but just because you're not making music frequently doesn't mean you've fallen off. It's just that you're choosing to take your time with the music. And that used to be a thing back in the day. Like Yeah, people don't understand artists need breaks. Yeah, and to live life to actually put out like, good, good music. If if you're especially if you're world touring mm-hmm. like throughout the year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's all I had, you know, on, on my on my side of things. That's on, that's on the agenda. I I got a, I got a, I got a question, man. I okay. Question. Take this while you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I do this. Oh, I get both of them. Oh. Oh. All right. Go ahead. Keep talking. Sorry. I'm a substance <laughs> abuser. <laughs> I'm an enabler. <laughs> uh, my thing is. You think it's time for California to be a red state? What? Yeah. Is it time for California to be a red state? Is it time for California to be a red state? Expound. It's, it's a, all right, check. Just check it. Expound. Check it, man. It's taxes like, are already fucking high. Taxes, taxes. <laughs> Just say, if you're a red state, taxes is higher. No, it's like, yeah, but blue states got a lot of wasteful-ass spending. Okay. So here, go here, ahead. Break here, it down. Here's my thing. All right, so like, right now. Uh, LA is trying to build this this 51 mile bike bike path right for the for the Olympics when they get here. Then this bike path they've been working on the 31 mile stretch. They still haven't completed that part yet, but mm. they've been working on it for the last 25 years. Now they're trying 25 to get, years yeah. to make a bike path. Yeah, the fuck you need a bulldozer and three people uh, in time. Yeah, huh? Yeah, but check this. Do you think that's crazy? Now they're asking the state for $125 million to finish this bike path by the time the Olympics get to. Now, this is a bike path they're going to spend $125 million on for a one-time use. Well, you use it over time, but the Olympics are so far in between that you're, yeah. you're hoping to make your money back like how, in how 30 soon? years or 40 years. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. California hasn't even put this fucking Elon Musk speed thing. Remember, we were supposed to travel yeah. from here to the Bay Area in like yeah. 20 minutes? Hyperloop. The Hyperloop. Like, I'd rather them focus all their attention on that. But the fact that it's taking 25 years to do a bike path just lets me know that Hyperloop ain't coming anytime soon. Anytime. I think my balls would be dragging on the ground by the time they get here. I'll be that old. But. So you feel like being a red state, they won't put their money into things like that, and they'll put their money into. I don't know. It it will, it will have to limit the spending just a bit, mm-hmm. right? 
because like a lot of times California always passes these grant programs or mm-hmm. or these welfare programs, right? That's going to get like we're going to allocate three hundred million or ten billion over the next ten years mm-hmm. to this program, but then. You always do whatever they dig into it. They can never track where the money spent. They can never tell you how the money was used. Mm-hmm. They can never tell you how the money that they, you know, they raised the taxes on us mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. and they got these funds for, mm-hmm. how it's even making anything better. But every year, I swear to God, this this government got. They're like, we need we need a hundred billion. Mm-hmm. We need a hundred million. Red states tend to have more. F- that they they tend to be more tight on the spending so let, let that's me, that's that's more so why and we kind of fit the narrative for it well we fit the narrative we fit the narrative how do we fit the narrative california liberal town no look at la we put chinese in chinatown we put the koreans in koreatown the filipinos in filipino <laughs> town armenians gotta tell everybody know where the niggas at <laughs> so it's segregated right. enough i didn't i didn't face? do it look at la i didn't do it look at glendale did i put did, did i do that nah, nah. california did that okay we've been segregated okay it's, it's very but it's very we, classes but if we were it's a very red elite. state who would be our governor? We already had Arnold Schwarzenegger, which was entertaining, but and fun. Not great for the for the state. Not necessarily. It wasn't terrible, but he did better great. than uh, Governor what Brown. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when he got on the on the on the. <laughs> I remember when he got on TV. He was like, "The debt has expanded." <laughs> I was like, "Jerry Brown, this 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 seems like you freaking out right about." <laughs> but, but if we were if we were a red state. One, our mask would have been gone a long time ago, right? That's true. Um, I don't know how that would have did for our COVID numbers, but if we were arrested, we wouldn't give a fuck about the COVID numbers. Well, <laughs> so uh, if you look at the board, we technically already are. There'd be a lot more F one fifties on the street <laughs> if we were a red state. Well, we kind of already are. The only thing that's really blue is San Diego, L.A., and San Francisco. I mean, oh yeah, Sacramento. Everything red. on the end. I lived there for a long time. Sacramento is red. Yeah, everything on the inner is red. Yeah, but the yeah. money is yeah, in San money, Diego, exactly. LA, and San Francisco. What you got for me, Derps? If you take the social stigma away from like being Republican, what's like the downside to it? There's none. I don't think so. What's wrong? What's wrong? I, mean, with... I look better in blue than red. What's That's wrong? Just me personally. Oh yeah, this crib. No. Crib. <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> Just saying. It's crib. That was for me. But <laughs> that's, uh, that's another downside for me. And I don't want to be associated with certain people like fucking McCain. Like, not that he's terrible. He's just that he just looks like a zombie. And I don't want to be associated with the zombies. There, There is, there is that yeah. traditional, traditional yeah. red side. Yeah. But there is a progressive red side. Okay. There is a there 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 is like I guess moderate mm-hmm. moderate mm-hmm. you know you could say there is that because I mean people are getting older technology is changing you know not mm-hmm. everyone's going to hang on to the same old ideals I mainly think when red people people who identify with the red what they really feel like they're standing up for is their freedom because if you look at council culture and how like. The public could sway mass opinion. It could it could easily be interpreted like 
you get smashed on out here if you don't <laughs> for what you believe in. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not saying you know, not not saying this is important or what, but I can see how people, because people who are red, they just have simple a simple belief. Let me protect my family. Mm-hmm. Let me make a good wage. You know, religion. You know, for me, you get to interpret that how you want and, and practice it how you want. But again, that's just saying and that's the abortion like, laws and the bathroom laws. That now that's that kooky stuff. That's the weird social that's aspect the, of uh the red that would be it would be a weird dynamic in California dealing with the bathroom situation. But I feel like it wouldn't have to be like that. I'm sure you find I'm sure you find like people on both sides that are like uh, have controversial opinions on those topics. Mm-hmm. Do I, I I truly believe most of the world is in the, not most of the world. Most of the country is in the middle. Most of us. I think that I think there's a huge extreme on both sides that are the loudest. So they they come across like they're the majority, but I think the most of us are in the middle, you know, we and we waver in certain and certain uh topics, you know what I mean? Like I'm mostly blue, but I do agree that's with some of the red situations like gun yeah. gun laws and things like that or vice versa. So I, us being a red state wouldn't be t- crazy or terrible. It'd just be that we will have a lot of power. You know, California already has a lot of power as a blue state. Yeah. So as a red state, you know, like Georgia just is now becoming a blue state, but they're still pretty red over there. Yeah. And I was just out there in Atlanta and... I would drive through one pocket. And I'd be like, "Oh, there's all my niggas out here, like my kinfolk." And then you go to another pocket, and it's like, "So this is where Chip Roy lives." <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's how Little Rock was. <laughs> yeah, this is where. Woo, I don't feel comfortable. No, I'm not getting out the car at all. <laughs> and, and you know that's the problem because there are still parts of the South, and because the South's red, like. You automatically link racism mm-hmm. with with mm-hmm. Republican, and that's messed up. And I wish them those folks would grow up. But again, being a blue state ain't all cracked up as it up to be, because fuck no. Look at our gas prices. Look at our gas prices. <laughs> look at our living wages. Look at our food, and yeah. we're paying all this extra tax on. Yeah. But how come nothing's getting better? Things are have been progressively getting worse as I've been growing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Skid Row used to li- exist on Skid Row. Now that motherfucker's on First and Spring. Yeah, that shit's <laughs> everywhere in Los Angeles. It's in OC. Yeah, like, yeah. like the home the homelessness is is rampant, and I know there's the the new term unhoused, the unhoused or the, you know that's the new term they're that, throwing out that, there. Who are we doing that for? That's my real question. <laughs> for for white women, that who are we doing that for? It's for for white women, exactly. You think like, homeless person wakes up after surviving the night elements? It was like you know what. It really hurts my feelings that they call me homeless. <laughs> not not this Hep C that I've been dealing with for the last five years, but the fact that he just called me homeless. Oh. Watching the news like unhoused. I've been telling them to call me that for the last couple of years now. That's what you call me, unhoused. Oh, so you mean you don't have a home? But unhoused is for people just to feel better about what the, what's going on. But that's why. Hey, like, I wouldn't be mad if we're arrested. I don't vote no way. So I mean, so this is however we go. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I don't really participate in this shit, anyways. And I should. I should probably but do better at that. You got to. I'm 34 years old now. You're, and bring, the, you're and bringing some heat on yourself. I'm right just now. saying, like I'm me, saying. me being in my 30s, that's hard for me to say that now without people looking at me crazy. If I tell them like I don't participate, like 
Cause this a midterm year. Like, how old are you? I'm twenty. <laughs> I'm twenty five, and people look at me weird when I say I don't vote. But like, yeah. So imagine no, no, being no, in your 30s. You don't vote. You you're doing. You, yeah. Keep yeah. doing that. You're doing what you're supposed to be. Wait doing. till you're you're in, you're in the thirties. I don't want you making informed decisions. Right? Well, you, wait till you get your first gray hair. Then you start thinking about. Uh, fucking I mean, this might be voting. a hot take, but I honestly think my generation would have like way better uh, candidates. Yeah, I if remember we were like able to decide. Or we thought the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I remember we in two thousand four, I said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought the same thing. We y'all, yeah, we y'all. Right, and yeah. then we got Barack Obama. We're like, yeah, like we are thinking this. Like, and niggas we had better shit, candidates. Not even a Jordan, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You guys, you guys stuck with people that were. You guys, right? <laughs> you people. Right, so the American population <laughs> has just like stuck with people that are in like their late fifties, sixties. People that well, no, have your, your no gener- real connection your, your to generation, the real world at your, all. Your generation really grew up with Barack and Donald Trump. Yeah, and you guys got to see. I uh, saw George Bush. Like that was awful as well. Yeah, but you were. I don't think you were as connected as you are. The older you get, the more you just pay attention to it. Yeah, I, like I just that's what I believe. Maybe you were one of those kids that were reading all the newspaper clippings and shit. Uh, my parents had the news on like all the time. Okay, so yeah. okay. Like, but your generation definitely grew up with Barack for eight years and then Trump for four. So you guys have seen di- a different, you guys have seen different people in the White House majority of your life. Majority of the time it's old white people like you're talking about. The Bidens, the Bushes, the Clintons. You guys actually saw a black man and then a celebrity. So I think you guys are definitely more capable of voting in different type of people outside the norm into the White House. But Darius, are you saying like there should be younger candidates? I think I think the candidates should have like more of an idea of what's going on in the real world rather than in their tiny little bubble that they call. I think America. Barack. I think Barack was the perfect age for a president, like mid forties. I respect mid forties. I wouldn't want anything. Younger. I wouldn't want anybody younger. I don't want nobody your age as a president. No, I don't want nobody not, my age as a president. Really not my age. I really don't want no one. Next my year, age. I'm 35. I'll be qualified to be a president if I ran next year. I yeah. mean, personally, never. The best, can- <laughs> the best candidate for the last election was Andrew Yang, in my opinion. But he's in his late 30s. See, and that's why Derbs. I said, don't vote because. <laughs> I don't need you making throwing away votes like that. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what. Come on, Andrew Yang knew he wasn't going to win. He wasn't. He wasn't even trying. He was just saying he shit just, so he could become he, popular about a book. He would say the most kookiest <laughs> ideas with no actual tax break or, yeah, or no yeah. plan behind it. What I did like some of the things he was talking about, of course, just like I do with a lot of these candidates. But he was talking about unrealistic things, and unfortunately, if you become a president you have to capitulate to the system that you're becoming a president in yeah. and there's some shit that's just that, unrealistic to do but that is isn't that part of the issue that we 100 percent is that like the burn this motherfucker to the ground that's how i feel I'm talking about the system that is anarchist i love it <laughs> burn the system to the ground i don't i don't believe in this two-party shit anyway i think it's all a farce you know what i mean but and your generation has a better chance of breaking that than our generation and the generations before us. I just don't think anyone that was alive 
during like when Martin Luther King <laughs> was doing his thing, King. we should be running our <laughs> country. So you were the same that elementary part. school as Malcolm X. Do you know what I'm I saying? I don't need you. <laughs> I'm ready for shit. No, I agree. Anytime I get on the phone with my parents, I hear them talk sometimes. I'm like, huh. Yeah. 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 This age grab this age group right here. Y'all should, just, just, y'all should just be chilling. From my personal <laughs> experience, old people are just very set in their ways. And mm-hmm. derbs, you're gonna get like that too. I'm not. Oh, you will. I promise. It's okay though. We all I will die. always be open to other people's viewpoints. You think so? Yeah. You think nah, so? Nah, sometimes people be telling me their viewpoint, but ah, <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm just gonna like believe your viewpoint, but like I'll be open to it if you yeah, can true. like if you can convince me. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Well, what ha- well, see this. This is what happens. We'll close on this. This is what happens. I agree with you because I felt the same exact way. But what happens is the older you get, the more you think you know. Well, I think I know and, a lot right now. Oh, so this is gonna be bad when you get to your thirties. <laughs> you're, you're, you're 25. <laughs> I can tell you right now. You don't know. <laughs> I, know I know, but he thinks he does. When so, I was 25, people I thought, in their 30s kept telling me I didn't know, and come I thought on. I knew. And then I got in my 30s, I was like, I ain't know I didn't shit. Didn't know shit. <laughs> when you get in your 30s, you're going to be open, because I think, I think I'm pretty fairly open to yeah. listening to other people's point of view, but I think when you get started getting in your 30s and your 40s, which I look forward to getting into my 40s, you start to really, you live enough life to where you, you start to... It's subconsciously believe that you know a little bit more than just what a 20-year-old is talking about. And, and it sucks that that happens. I mean, you're doing it right now. I know I'm doing it right now. Because we do, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, all right? I'm you're fucking right. 25. I'm 10 years older than you. There's no way. I've been your age before. Have you been mine? <laughs> I've been your age before. Have you been mine? Unfortunately, that's just how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> it, it, it does suck. I could no, I I, re, I relate to the angst though, cause I remember that was my whole thing growing up. Oh man, older cats oh, man. kept trying to tell me this, that, and the third. I, I remember, like, I, I remember, I told my dad when the Trayvon Martin shit happened. I was twenty. Okay, so I was twenty. I was twenty five. And you thought he was gonna get convicted too? Not only did I think he was gonna get convicted. Yeah, I was. Not only did I think that he was gonna get convicted, I had a blown, a full blown argument with my dad one time in, in inside the house because. I was telling him, like, not everything that you're talking about is race-related. Like, this is a different world we live in. Like, it's not about race. Damn. Dad, why are you tripping? Stop Damn. tripping. And then... Times are different. Then, See, I'm I, having the opposite conversation with my parents. I'm older, and I was like, oh, I sound like a fucking idiot talking to my dad yeah. about that situation. And what I thought about that situation when... He just seen life. He lived so much life that he's seen that he, shit happen so many times. Yeah, that he was he exactly what was gonna happen that he said was gonna happen happened. Yeah, and that's when I was started to realize like, oh yeah, I don't, maybe I don't you know. But if you're having better educated conversations with your parents and you're having different level conversation, then yeah. I, I, I'm happy for you. Like I I hope when you're my age that you're way more educated, way more informed on on things that are going on because you're already on that track. And then if there's a lot of people like you guys, when I get older, I can only hope that you guys make a better life for me. So my social security gets here on time. It's so much fucking- high, high key, you, <laughs> you do know, hope that. I hope that shit. The older you get, I hope you do it. hope for the younger generation. To like. get it. To get it and to help. Because y'all's votes and people younger than y'all, like my girl's son, 
those are the votes that really matter when I get to 60 years old, 65 years old. He's 10, yeah. or he's going to be 10. And they, like, their future, what they think is going to decide what we get. That's why I be trying to shove books in his face. Yeah. He be on YouTube. I be like, look, turn that off. <laughs> we gonna so, watch a movie. I need you to broaden the scope yeah. of what you're looking at now because your vote matters to me yeah. when I'm 60, 70 years old. So it's not like we're not listening to you. We're, 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 we're hoping on you. <laughs> it's just that I'm 35, you 25, so I know. <laughs> You're not ready yet. You got five more years. Got but then five more years. my life is in your hand in five more years. Right now, I'm going to steer the boat, though. I will trust you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you vote with feelings. I, I need logic. <laughs> I need, no, because you know why? I'm mad because all the young people voted for weed to be legalized, right? It wasn't really a good idea. That was the worst idea ever. But it's a great idea because where I work at, it's a great idea. Okay, for that? Yes. But why, why was it not a good idea? Because they didn't deliver on a single fucking promise they said they were. They didn't. And, and there's still 175,000 cases of people still in jail since the weed thing passed four or five years ago that are still waiting to hear trial. The whole point of us saying, yeah, they were supposed to get out yeah. and get less. They're still in jail. So we're still paying for them. And and the market, so we gave the the, the <laughs> weed market has flipped up upside down since it became legal. Now we're I totally agree. We're they, producing. They passed the fifty percent tax law recently. Oh, bro, they're, yeah. they're taxing the shit out of it. Yeah, which is a, it should be a good thing because that money. It's but, not but going to your point though. But that money doesn't go, go, to, your, it doesn't go, go to, to anything point. good. That money is going it into the ether, does. and we don't know where it's going. It never does. I work in Adelanto, and Adelanto is apparently out of debt. Since they've actually acquired legal marijuana businesses, that city is supposed to be out of debt, and I have to take their word for it. From because you know I see roads being built, I see buildings getting built, they're out of debt. But it's also putting a lot of people who've been growing for years upon years upon years before it became legal. It's putting all those people out of business. It's all big business now. So like the people who've been it's, doing this, it's, a, it's about to be a trillion. Either Dollar they're in industry. prison or they're Nation being they're being squeezed out of the market, and I we I mean we, we had to know it was gonna happen because that's how they big control business, it. Big yeah, big business is gonna get their foot into everything, uh, and now you're gonna end up buying a twelve dollar blunt, <laughs> you know what I'm saying from the store. A twelve grams of weed is gonna be twenty five thirty bucks eventually. Already is. Yeah, L A got tax on it. It'd be twenty five dollars plus tax <laughs> so about. Seven point nine five percent tax. Look, if y'all need some nice marijuana, I'm not saying you can hit me up, but allegedly you can't. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I covered myself right there. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> because if they're taxing that much for a gram, for for Bro. an eighth, eighth is fifty five bucks. But rent can still skyrocket. Food can still go up. Gas can hit as high as seven. Yeah. You know, but you don't want to know what's crazy to me. Everything here is more expensive than where I'm from, except for weed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we make the best, the weed's made out here. I mean, so, Michigan has some pretty fire weed. I'm not even a lot of you. But guys, we made but... it out here. They had to transport it to Michigan. Yeah. That's why it's more but expensive. In everything in everything sold in Michigan disposed is Michigan, like Michigan grown, Michigan okay. made. Okay. They sell some Stizzy products, but. Stizzy's out here. Yeah. But they got buildings other places. So. Yeah, like in Pomona. They, so, yeah, oh, oh, Pomona gone. My Pomona gone. I just welcome in the new. <laughs> <laughs> My Pomona gone. <laughs> I see it every day. It was like, 
Yeah, okay. Most states don't allow like the export of marijuana. Oh, it's not about what you allow, it's about what gets done. What gets done. <laughs> <laughs> You've been old enough to know that yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of things I'm seeing. I'm like, oh, that's but that's, that's my thing though, dog. Like that's like man, we sold that over. That's why Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm just ha- I just hope that it continues to build jobs. It could build as much jobs. We voted yes, so the taxes from that could go back into the state to make things cheaper. Nothing that we vote on is making shit cheaper. It is only making it more expensive. Mm-hmm. The toll road, the toll road, right? The one we changed our carpool lane into a toll road mm-hmm. that was supposed to help our roads. No, no. Yeah, because I know I've driven that. And They're still working shit. on the 10 freeway. How? <laughs> Bruh, the 10 freeway. How are they still working on oh it? Oh, my. You know how many exits I've missed? Because I'm like, they've changed up the way the shit is like set up one day. And the next day, I'm like, oh, they closed it. And then as soon as I get there, oh, it's open. Fuck. And I miss it yeah. because of the construction that's been on the 10 freeway for the past However Bro, long since I've been in high school, they've been working on that. Why they've been they separate on... the carpool? I have never seen anybody doing construction on the freeway when I've driven on it. Never. You just gotta get, do a booty call at two in the morning. You'll see it. No, bro. Driving back. Do you come back from LA late at night? That's that's what I'm saying. Do a booty call. To, they'll lock get you up. Some, get yourself some sneaky links. <laughs> you be coming from Hollywood. They all <laughs> of a sudden you in forty five minute traffic. <laughs> like why? I just don't know why they separated the carpool to make it come back. It did, oh, that new road? Yeah, I don't that, understand why they did that. Like, It's just that they're just doing money. shit. I'm like, why do they... Money. To make I, it look nice? I, I see care. all the cones. I never see anybody doing like any work. So, again, where's the money going? Oh, we can't find it? You know what's weird about that? Because <laughs> if I misplace $25 on my taxes, the IRS will kick my door down. But these motherfuckers could misplace $150 million? And they'd be like, yeah, we don't we we don't know where it's at. Well, who'd you pay? Oh, yeah, we can't track that. How did it work for us? Yeah, we ain't got no data on that. So we gave you $125 million <laughs> for huh? <laughs> Red State. <laughs> to America. Cut down on that spending. It's a good first episode. This was, right? I mean, it's not the first episode, but, but it's, it's the, the first, first episode. episode the new style, the new digs. Yeah. Shout out to JM Cam. Productive and Productive culture. culture for fucking rocking with us, man. And uh, being patient with us, for sure. <laughs> Fuck with y'all heavy for that. Um, yeah, man. I don't really have a cool sign out right now, but uh, we will yeah. get one eventually. So uh, lock your doors. I'm coming. That's how you sign I didn't know what to say. I, mean, I, I felt like I was going to co-sign or something illegal. But watching you people, so I got tactics now. Nah, but Earl, before we kick off, man, go ahead. Tell the people where they can find you at. Oh, yeah, man. Follow me on all social medias. Earl Fies, E-A-R-L-P-H-E-U-S on all social medias. Follow Ooh. that. Follow Chatty House on YouTube. I got some more views out of nowhere. I need to monetize that. I've been telling oh, you that. Same, man. Um, go same. follow that. And then, um, yeah, I've been recording some uh, game footage. So I might be joining Tony on Twitch pretty soon uh, to get get active on that Horizon, uh, that Horizon, GTA, and Apex. 
I, 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 I hop into Apex just so I know what the fuck terminology y'all talking about. Me, you, and JMK, and we're getting on Apex. <laughs> we're getting on Apex. <laughs> oh, JMK woke up. He said, oh, Apex? <laughs> y'all need to hurry up. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Check me out on that. How about you? Uh, uh, real quick, uh, once again, uh, if you have an idea for a podcast, want your music, want your albums mixed down, you need a place to get some photos. Uh uh, you, you need the you need soft, succulent white hands. Oh, <laughs> woke him up to help you <laughs> to help you on your podcast. He got what? The finger licking good. <laughs> finger licking good over there. <laughs> but be sure to come over to Productive Culture, the home team, take care of you nicely. Uh, be sure to check out Alt Black at Alt Black Pod on Instagram. You can catch us streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, Anchor. <laughs> Breaker, who listens to Breaker? Did, have we figured that out yet? No, all right, uh-uh. but I'm working on it because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm very curious. I've never seen anyone download that app, but you can catch us on all streaming platforms as well as YouTube. And check me out, Tony Asar, ASAR. And as always, stay tuned, stay glued. Smoke it, that you read a book. Boomy. <laughs>